Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a coop or a beginner? You do know there's a big difference between the two, right? Since there's many things you can do to earn the title of being a coop, stay tuned in and listen as Coach Evan and I talk about staying safe while you're learning how to surf. If you don't know by now, us surfers love to spot a coop. But don't stress it, because we've all cooped it at some point. But the more you know, the less you'll cook it. So strap on your leash and get ready to learn. The Coopcast is here to lead you on your journey out of Kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And I'm Coach Ev, checking in from the OC. And we started the Surf Coaching and Education Program, Surf Continue. All right, let's let it rip. We, uh, we got a nice uh, topic request uh, for this, this week's episode, and it's uh, all about safety and uh, how to keep yourself safe in the ocean. And this person was specifically asking about, you know, safety from your own board and how to not get hit and stuff like that, which we certainly got some techniques for you to apply and keep in mind. Um, But we also added two other kind of criteria for staying safe, and and that's regarding uh, staying safe from other surfers and staying safe in the ocean, which can uh, both be equally dangerous. So uh, let's get into it. All right. Uh, All right, I think we'll start with uh, staying safe around other surfers, um, just because that's probably one of the the best ways to get yourself labeled a kook, uh, is, you know, getting in the way of other people, getting hurt by them because you didn't know what you were doing, or or them hurting you. Um, So, uh, let's see, I mean, how do you you stay safe from other people, coach? Uh, Well, I think right off the bat is just, like, keeping your space from other surfers you know it's that's kind of the goal is to to not get in the way of other surfers and go out there and have fun and not get hurt so one of the main things is just actually keeping distance you know we talk about it all the time like you got a 10 foot surfboard and a 10 foot leash and you got like a 20 foot radius around you that you're able to 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 do some damage so you got to be you got to be really aware of that and I think that's one of the the main things is to just keep your space um as as best as you can and and really like one of the things that we have written down is is to like create that worst case scenario like basically before it could even happen Mm. there's a lot of surfers and they're all going left and you're and you're on the inside, like you can just see in your in your head if you're paddling back out and out into towards the shoulder of the wave that then you have a, a much better chance of getting in the way and getting run down by another surfer. So in your mind, you can just see yourself paddling in the opposite direction of the uh, where the surfer's trying to go and making it out of that situation without it being an, an issue for anybody. Totally. And uh, and on that same like kind of point, creating the worst case situation. I actually so if you guys listen to um, the surfing inspirations episode we did kind of recently, one of my big inspirations was this guy Mike Ederskew. And one of the things he used to always say to me was just this: create the worst case situation. And so when I was working with him, we were doing like construction and moving these big machines, and things would like tediously be getting lifted up, and all kinds of guys are around, and one guy's in charge of lifting one guy's in charge of swinging you know any kind of one little thing can go wrong and it can be awful and so he'd always say create the worst case situation what can possibly go wrong because when you can see that in your mind you can avoid it before it happens and and 
tell this guy to step back because you could just see how this could swing this way or this could happen or so on and so forth. Really, the, the possibilities for just like calamity are endless. So bringing that to surfing, like Coach Ev was saying, when you're paddling out and you, you, know, you want to uh, create the worst case situation so that if it were to happen, you're already, in theory, avoiding that. Um, one of the big ways that I, I kind of apply this thinking all the time to myself is when I'm paddling out and I'm really close to, not really close, but close enough um, to someone who's taking off on a wave, I kind of just assume they're not going to make it. You know, like whether they are a great surfer or not, when you're watching somebody in that crucial moment of being lifted by a wave and kind of, you know, if they're good, they're in control, but there's always an element of being out of control in the ocean, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just imagine that they're not going to make the wave, and are you in the way now? If they fall and their board gets extended out for them, just like you said, Coach, like, you know, they got maybe this 8- or 9-foot board and then an 8-foot leash attached to it, and maybe even longer, that's quite a bit of distance that they could still tag you, even if you felt like there was, a, a you know, s some decent space between you and that surfer. So, yeah, just that that's a really great point. Just create the worst-case situation and then do the, the thing that you would need to do to avoid it before it happens. So when someone's taken off on the wave, get out of the way like they're falling right. before. And then when they fall and you're out of the way, you're like, oh, shit, that could have been awful. Right. And that, that, bring, that brings up something that I'm thinking about. Like, say you're paddling out or all of a sudden it's like everyone's screaming, set, set out the back. <laughs> Everybody starts paddling. Like, one of the first things I do is make that sure that I have space on who's ever paddling around me. Like, mm. I don't paddle just shoulder to shoulder with another surfer. The first thing I do is paddle at, like, you know, parallel to the beach. Yeah, and, and make some serious space on somebody who I, especially if I can tell that they're a beginner surfer, and it's likely that they're not going to be able to hold on to their board if we're right in the impact zone together. Um I've and and speaking to what you were saying is like you can't trust surfers to do the right thing. I've mm. had I've had surfers look like I was I was on a shortboard and I'm paddling out and there's a surfer outside of me who's in even a better position to get through the wave and they look like everything's all good and then right at the last minute they ditch their their huge board and then it got caught in the lip, and then I was there was nowhere else for me to go. I just went for like the deepest duck dive I could, but that <laughs> board freaking karate chop, karate chopped me like right on the back of the ribs and knocked the air out of me, and I totally thought I like broke my ribs, like Ooh. right away. Jeez. And it was just like, if I would have if I would have just made like done what we're talking about and given myself even five more feet to you know towards the shoulder and expected her to do something crazy kooky like that and launch her board right at the last minute then I would have been all right but it, it ended my session so you do you gotta just think that it, think about the worst case scenario prepare for that and and act on that and it's it's usually to to your benefit and that's what we're trying to do here yeah totally yeah, and I think I think that's how I learned it too, you know, like just watching somebody, looking at them, thinking, oh, they're fine, they got this, and for some reason they didn't think so, so they ditched their board, and you're like, oh my god, and, and by then you're, in, you're just in defense mode by then. Right. You're just trying to do your best to not get too hurt, because right. it's like unavoidable, you're in the way now. You're going to get hit. You, 
Right, but just a few seconds sooner, if you look at them and instead of assuming they got this, no problem, just give them a little more space to do something really kooky. And in, when in fact they do it, you'll be really, really proud of yourself for taking that preemptive step. Yep. But uh, it's mostly about space. You know, being safe from other people is just uh, giving space well in advance, more than you think is necessary. And if you're a super, super beginner and you really, really just want to practice a ton and not have to worry about it, then avoid crowds altogether. Go find a spot where the, the waves are just crumbling towards the beach and, uh, you know, chill there because you won't have too much competition in the whitewater. All right. So, uh, all right, cool. That's, that's good coverage of uh, just protection from others. Uh, let's move on to what I think the, uh, the person who wrote in was interested in hearing is basically staying safe um, from your own equipment. Okay, like not letting your own board hit you in the face or something like that. And uh, I guess, you know, most of all, uh, this is about knowing how to manage your equipment. Um, but let's start with, before even managing equipment, let's start with looking at the ocean, okay? And just having that anticipation to, like if you see waves coming, you know, you have to make judgments about what kind of a, what part of that, uh, what part of, the wave's life is it in? Is it a swell where it's still rounded and that you can easily paddle over? Is it pitching and getting ready to break? Are you, do you feel that you're right where the lip is going to impact? Um, there's different things that you should be doing in all those situations. Right. And so knowing, knowing what to do is, is vital. And then doing it with fervor, doing it with like gusto. You don't just kind of timidly paddle over a cresting wave. That's a situation where you paddle with a, with a bit of fervor and really try to punch through, you know, and assume that it's more powerful than it is. And as you get better and better, you'll learn just the right amount of, um, you know, power that you need to exert against a wave. But in the beginning, do things with strength, do things with fervor. Right, the more the better, you you know, usually the more momentum you have, whether it's a tiny little whitewater that you're trying to just do a press-up through or if it's a real wave that just broke right in front of you, if, if you have momentum going into it and through it, you usually do a lot better with actually getting through it or just not getting pulled back nearly as far, far as you would if you were sitting off the side of your board or holding on to it off the side something like that and just like you were saying knowing what to do in all three of those situations whether it's just you know paddling strong and and over a swell line or or knowing that you're going to be you know that you're going to be able to get underneath the lip of this breaking wave and that you know what you know you know to paddle really strong and hard and then to hold on to the rails of your board and put your head down basically to the deck of the board so you're as low profile as you possibly can to just punch and pierce through the lip mm -hmm. and usually have to get like right back to paddling so that you're not getting pulled back or pulled sucked over the falls and then one of one of the places where i think a lot of accidents happen are on the inside way close to shore where where little waves end up breaking in very little water and even though they're tiny little knee-high, shin-high waves, if you're not paying attention, if your board's in the wrong direction, uh, if there are other people around you, it's, it's a really common place for things to go awry and for people to actually get hurt. Totally, yeah. I feel like people let their guard down in there because it's little waves. 
Right, they um, they turn their back, like they say they're paddling in, they're finishing up their session, and they're paddling in, and they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm home free now, <laughs> I made it." <laughs> and then you know, a tiny little wave comes in from behind them and turns them a little bit sideways and slams them on the beach, and the board comes back into them, and it's like, you can really you can really get hurt. You see people limping off the beach after those little incidents. We had a good close family friend, Norman who surfs without a leash, who surfs all over the world um, and is a really, really strong, solid surfer and knows how to keep control of his board. But something like that same thing happened where he lost control of his board right there in the little shore break and it got out of his hands and it kind of went over the falls with the wave and he was kind of out the back and then it came back at him and the fin got him like right in the the groin area like the terrible place um (laughs) and actually like did some serious damage to the point where he was out of the water for almost a year holy Um, cow yeah like cut his it cut his i forget what vein that uh artery down there i mean he was bleeding like super heavily oh my god and it it got those, you know, those those muscles right down there with their total total surfing muscles, riding muscles. You know, they're they're just um, such a critical area right there. And that, you know, that happened to a guy who's been surfing his whole life. Can surf massive waves, little waves, all all the waves. And uh, I think it was just that that he kind of let his guard down for a second, let his board slip out of his hand, and in a matter of two seconds, he was like needed help getting up to the car and stopping Crazy. the bleeding and it was it was a huge deal so that one, that's one thing that always come pops into my mind and something that I like to try to instill in our students is not to let drop your guard and make sure that you you know you finish the job strong and get out of the water get clear of those little sh- uh shore pound waves that that can uh really create some damage and and really turn a good session into a terrible session yeah yeah it's so true you'll hear surfers say this all the time that like you know it's like a common theme that we all know you get hurt in the little waves more often than the big waves right and that's not to say i think this is pretty obvious i'll say it anyway that you know you let your guard down in big waves but it's when your guard is down and when you're just getting to the beach and you feel like you've finished your, your job that you know, we've gotten hurt. And I know personally I've gotten hurt many times in tiny little waves. Right. You know, and I do pretty good in the big waves, knock on wood. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, and I, th- I think, sorry to cut you off, the, uh, the lady who, our, our, our fan or whatever you want to say, who, who wrote in about this had, had an issue or an incident where her board came back at her and popped her like right in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's kind of goes back to like reading the ocean, knowing that there are like there is powerful little waves right there on the shore, and that you know timing and where you're holding on to the board is really important. Like you could grab the board closer up towards the nose so that it doesn't have that possibility that swing swing back that can happen if you're say holding the board in the middle in the yeah, middle of the board. That's a really great but simple um, way to, to manage your board. First of all, it's easier to control because you don't have all this, the leverage of all that weight of the board out in front of you, 
rather holding the board up by the nose and then letting the rest of the weight of the board be behind you. And if it does have to swing around or the wave kind of redirects it a little, that's okay. That part of the board's behind you. And the shorter, less part of the board is just right next to you and in front of you. Um, but then that brings uh, us to another point about just managing your equipment, um, not just doing that simple thing of holding the board maybe closer up to the nose, um, but keeping it to your side and perpendicular to the line of a wave coming. So that's perpendicular to the beach, uh, you know, the length of the beach, perpendicular to the wave coming in so that, you know, your least profile, uh, just imagine being the opposite, which would be having your rail one or the other facing the ocean. And now, you ex now you've um, exposed your entire eight, nine foot of board to the ocean as opposed to the, the width of your board, which is just, I don't know, maybe 22, 23 inches at most. Right. Um, and, and that's much more easy to, to kind of punch it through waves. Um, but still, even still, holding your board like this makes it easier off to your side and piercing it right through waves, but you still need to do it with strength. You still need to have a bit of a, a jousters mentality in you like you are sitting on your horse with this javelin and you can't just you know hold it the right way you got to hold it strongly and go with speed so uh, you know it's a combination of things of managing your equipment but to summarize hold it to your side nose pointing straight into the waves and do it strongly and 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 if, even if you have to kind of stab through the wave um, like we were saying before do do it extra so that you can work your way backwards and find out the right amount rather than from too little and get hurt and develop kind of a fear of, you know, getting hurt. Right. Crucial. Um, but yeah, and then so, and this is all starts with, you know, looking at the waves. You have to look at the wave coming. Don't ever turn your back. Don't ever take a moment to like talk to your friend if you're in the impact zone. Keep your eyes on the waves. Look at them. Uh, you know, be ready for, for what's coming at you. Um, okay, and then lastly, with just being safe with your equipment, you know, I mean, this topic is endless, and, and one of the hardest things about teaching surfing the, through the way we're trying to do it is because there's so many unique situations. It's not a, in this situation, do this, in this situation, do this. Uh, each one of those situations has endless variables, so, you know, we'll do our best just to cover it, but there's one last general uh, concept or rule that you should keep in your mind, and that's basically just don't let go of your board. Um, right. you know, keeping your board in your hands is, is in control, you know, even if, you know, as soon as you let go of your board, now you, you have even less control and it's just like what happened to Norm, uh, like you were telling us coach where, you know, his board got away from him for a second and now who knows between the, the ocean, the ocean energy and the buoyancy of the board, those forces can all just kind of work out to be this perfect, you know, catapult of a weapon coming right back at you. Right. Um, so if you hold on to your board, the chances of, of, of that kind of a thing happening are much, much less. Right. As soon as you let go of the board, like you just have no idea where it is. Um, you, you know, we, we talk, we try to teach our students that all the time. It's like as soon as you get rolled and the board gets ripped out of your hand, that should be the one thing that you're thinking about is like, where is my board? Mm. Um, I need to give it time to like settle up there mm. on the surface. It could, you know, say you go into the nose dive and then you get rolled and then we've all seen the board just violently get shot out the back and then it's up in the air and then a new beginner surfer is like, they're so worried about being held under the water for three seconds that they're they're coming up like 
as fast so and as hard as they can yeah. with their head first and their face up to try to get their lips out to the open air. And it's just like the most dangerous thing that you could possibly do. Whereas if you if you take our advice and, and heed our warnings and just stay down for another two seconds and come up with your with your head, with your hands, covering your head and kind of like in a circular motion to kind of clear clear the board if it is directly over your head. I mean, I've even done it, gotten gotten freaked out and come came up without thinking about my board and you know best case scenario is the deck is just flat on the water and you just come up and you bop you know the flat part of your board and you don't get a rail to the corner of your cheekbone or right to the eye or or something like that it's just it's just really important thing to do is just make sure that you're thinking about your board that's that's the thing that's going to hurt you that's the thing that's going to take you out that's your you know it's it's your it's your best friend and your worst enemy out yeah, there for really sure is. and uh that so that makes me think of two things so one thing you said it but i just want to reemphasize it that i didn't think about earlier but cover your head okay when you disconnect from your surfboard we get it that not every situation you go through you're going to be able to maintain control of your board or or stay hanging on to the rails um, so cover your head when you are disconnected from your board until you get back on it or reconnect with it, uh, especially if you're underwater and coming up from a nosedive. Because like Coach Ev said, when you nosedive and you lose contact with your board, you're burying a board that wants to float. So it's going to shoot back up in the air. And if you're all worried about coming up as fast as possible and getting your breath, you might come up before the board even lands and, and take that thing on the head. Um, so definitely stay down longer than you think you need to just stay calm hold your breath for five seconds no worries you got it and when you are coming up keep your head covered and and protect um but then the second thing i wanted to say is that and i've seen people do this and it, it actually seems like it really works well if you're nose diving and now we're assuming you're practicing on waves that you should be practicing on if you nose dive on a wave that's too big this is not going to work but if you nose dive on a, on a little wave you can theoretically hold on to your board through the nosedive and like stay clung to it and and you know it's going to be an awkward kind of a wipeout but at least you don't get disconnected and in this really very awkward very hopeless feeling of being off of your board underwater and not knowing where it is in the midst of all that turbulence so if you can i i i, I recommend that even if you're nosediving hang on tight and just go for the ride don't right, let that yeah. thing shoot up in the air in almost every circumstance, you're you're almost every circumstance you're better off holding on to the board. Yeah, yep, yeah. To Just summarize, that. pretty much. Um, so yeah, that I think that covers uh, protecting yourself. You know, be looking at the waves, pay attention to the ocean, uh, try to learn these the techniques that you need to use for your board and the the wave, the 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 the, the state the wave is in, whether cresting or already broken or or just a, a rolled out like slopey old wave. Um, and when you nosedive or you disconnect from your board, cover your head, don't come up too fast. Um, yeah, and, and like Coach Jeff said, like in all situations, do your best to hang on to the board because as long as it's in your hands, you're minimizing the damage that can be done. All right. And then, uh, and then last, and we talk about this kind of stuff all the time, so we won't be too thorough with it, but we'll just cover it anyway. Um, but safety in the ocean. You know, I think it's easy for people to get worried about their board or other people's boards. Um, and just don't forget, you know, that the ocean can be dangerous too, even when it's not so big. Um, but right. that is number one in, in safety in the ocean is if it's too big, 
don't go out. Don't right. don't go surfing in big waves. Uh, you got to know your limits. Absolutely. If if you are going out there and it is a little dicey and maybe there's nobody else out surfing, make sure that you let somebody else know that you're going surfing. Totally. Like, yeah, let just, someone know and even recruit someone else to go surf with you. Keeping your distance, of course. That's best. Yeah, that's best for sure. And then, you know, just just like we try to teach, especially if you're going to a new place, like take some time and really kind of dissect the lineup and take some time and watch where people are going in the water and where people are getting out of the water. You know, keep your eyes peeled. Maybe you can learn something so that you don't have to go through it the same ways like you're watching somebody have a hard time on the inside just getting into the water because there's some shore pound there maybe there's you know a hundred feet down the beach there's a there's a different kind of sandbar set up and you can just stroll right out there and not have to deal with those shore pounders you know right on the beach totally. little things like that that's almost Rip always the case is like oh, like little opportunities yeah there's almost always an easier way um and yeah, rip currents, you know, there's, there's certain beaches that are just known for their currents and their rips. And a lot of times there'll be a, there'll be a placard or a sign posted and, you know, just kind of keep your, keep your eyes out there and your wits about you when, when you're going surfing and checking out new waves. And if, especially if it's crowded, you know, it's, it's it's not always just like it's easy stroll in the park, you know. Sometimes there's a lot more going on. <laughs> yeah, surely. Um, yeah, man, watching surfers is just such a great way to make your session a little bit easier because they're in it, they're involved, and they're doing they're doing what they think they need to do in that situation where you can stand back and see everything from the third perspective. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just watching surfers is, is, the, is the theme of this message, and, and it goes for every aspect of it. If you see someone walking out and getting ready to paddle out, watch them. You see surfers on the outside, watch them. Are they just sitting there? Are they paddling like demons to hold position, um, you know, after someone takes a wave? I mean, every situation that they are in, try to see if they're struggling or if there's some way that you can do it a little bit better. Right. Uh, that's all I got. What about you? I think I'm good. Woo! So uh, if you guys aren't subscribed to the Coopcast, you need to get on iTunes and subscribe. I know that uh, you know we're we're also broadcasting on Stitcher and all those other things, uh, whatever it is. I know that they they have some form of subscription. So uh, check it out and figure out how you can uh, get on that list, so you'll know right away when we upload a new podcast. And if they have a rating system like iTunes with stars, hit five. Give us some stars, leave us a review if you have the time of day, and we love to hear your emails uh, about ideas for content and, and, and just suggested topics for us to talk about. Uh, always down for that. So much easier for us to just outline something we know wants to be heard. Um, yeah, and, uh, and, then, uh, and also don't forget that you don't have to actually go to any site or thing on, uh, if you have an iPhone. You have a little purple podcast app on your iPhone. Open that up and that's where you'll find Coopcast. So uh, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Punch it in, you'll find it. Yeah. You shall find us. We're there. Alright peeps, we, uh, we're wrapping up for today. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Check in soon. Yeah. Woo!